Hello and welcome to episode 78 of the Screenplay Writers Podcast. We are the Screenplay Writers. Hello and welcome to episode 78 of the Screenplay Writers Podcast, the only podcast by, for, and about screenplay writers. We're your hosts, I'm Ryan. Hey, I'm Nathan. And it's great to be back for another week in 2019. New year has upon us, right in 19, on all our checks we're sending out by mail. Um, how's 2019 going for you so far, Nathan? Oh, it's going pretty awesome. Right. Uh yeah. It's it's if it's a time for rebirth and a time for change and yeah, the new year always brings up those sentiments for me, so yeah, I feel pretty good. Fantastic, me too. Um all of those things at an equal level. Um last week we talked with our manager, our new manager, manager Nick. About some new projects we're working on. Um, and a couple weeks ago, we talked about all the resolutions we had for the new year, which was to write 30 screenplays each this year. Um, I've already got nine down. Um, not all complete. You know, got six or seven complete and three or four. Still in progress, but doing well with them. Hey, hey Nathan? Yeah, it's going really good. It's... Uh like we're really sticking to our resolutions which is nice and yeah yeah i've been working on one right now called the carpenter's geometry that's uh sort of a michelangelo leonardo da vinci um inspired contemporary sort of science picture um that that making good progress on that nathan and i have jammed on for quite a while um but yeah we're rocking that out got lots on the go tons on the go i'm working on one called the big pig it's about a county fair where there's a pig that's larger than normal and that's a great one to to lead us into this week's theme uh the big pig because this week's theme we're talking about table reads talking about table reads and why they're so important uh, when you're when you're doing a screenplay. Fundamental. Yeah. So Nathan, when you were writing The Big Pig, how did the thought of the table read inform your writing? Well, it's interesting because there's a lot of it's a big cast of characters in The Big Pig. So I really was thinking about you know having all of the characters up on a kind of long table and all these famous actors kind of looking at each other and smiling and nervously looking at each other in between lines. And then there's also that dynamic of like how well the ca- the social cast looks together. Like I imagine, you know, a, a picture of it leaking to deadline or something. And it's like, oh, it's the celebs are in this movie, The Big Pig, and they're all reading it out together. So it's sort of the table read is sort of an opportunity for the cast to be front and center and maybe ways that they wouldn't normally, especially if it's an animated movie like the big pig is. So right. That was sort of what was going through my head. Absolutely. The table read is an opportunity to bring people together around the screenplay. It's a chance for people to rally around what's on the page. And it's a chance for when the, the on the page screenplay gets, it's gets, gets some life 
thrown into it. And if you go into the table read thinking, this is it, this is where it is, this screenplay is done and delivered, you've got another thing coming. But Because what's going to happen at the table read is that they're going to read it and you're going to hear things and have new ideas, new new ways of crafting the dialogue and the descriptors that is really going to enliven what you've done. And so it's really important to keep an open mind when you go into that table read. You know, maybe you have Rachel McAdams there. Maybe across from her is Nev Campbell. Maybe across from her is Trevor Noah. Maybe across from him is um, uh, Lou Diamond Phillips. You've got all these people bringing their own special magic to each and every role and each other's roles. Yep. That's the other factor is the bounce-off factor. And that's uh, a hair's rule. Bounce-off factor of the, the uh, cast. How do they, you know, is, is it, do they complement each other in a perfect way where it's like they all get along, the chemistry is there? Or are they so kind of antagonistic towards each other, but you know deep down they love each other, but there's kind of that rivalry because the personalities are so different. Those are kind of two ways that they can really bounce off. Exactly, and and the key there is the unpredictability, as you're saying. it's You never know which way it's going to go. That's the whole thing about a bounce-off. You don't know when you drop a ball on the sidewalk. Is it going to go up? Is it going to go down? Is it going to go left or right? You know, you don't know where it's going. So it's uh, there's a uh, physics principle around that, like Schroeder or something. That's the same idea. You can't really predict ever where something is 100%. And it's just the same with the bounce-off factor. You don't know where it's going to bounce off to, how characters and how actors and actresses are going to bounce off each other got to keep an open mind and you've got to write for all uh, eventualities. And that's why the table read is such an invigorating and important part of the process um, that you need to really plan for. should be a major milestone in your screenplay script. Which the screenplay script is the script you write that uh, maps out the various milestones of your screenplay writing. Absolutely. And that's why we really like to role play a table read where Nathan and I will each play five or six characters. We'll read through our screenplays with uh, different voices, pretending to be different celebrities acting out the roles on the page. So uh, Nathan might be Matt Damon as the big pig. I might be Emma Stone as Mrs. Crabbleworth. And that kind of thing. So you're channeling Emma Stone while you read the part on the page. It, it adds a layer of complexity to it that is really vibrant and engaging. Yeah, that's a really fantastic, isn't it? And it is. Speaking of table reads, um, one of the most fun table reads we ever took part in, which is one we hosted for the screenplay in memoriam. Yeah, you gotta. Sometimes you just host your own. You get your friends to read it. You get feedback. Except. Yeah, you don't even charge them that much to attend. It's like twenty, thirty bucks. Yeah, it's like the same as going out to see like a concert or whatever. Yeah, I mean, imagine they go to a casino. It's the same sort of thing. They're gonna yeah. spend twenty bucks at that. Anyways, it's they like want to support your yeah. friend. Exactly. They get some entertainment out of it. So 
we give them a discount. Um, we we let them read our parts and experience what it's like to be a celebrity reading our our words. And um, the feedback we've gotten has been very positive. Um, we haven't been able to get enough people together for the next one. Everybody's so busy now. I mean, and we only do advance tickets. No tickets at the door. Yeah, we can't. We 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 can't make change at the door. We can't be doing that. Yeah. There's nobody to run it, so it has to be event tickets through Eventbrite. You have to pay, yeah, yeah. and then there's service charges, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So yeah. it's it is it it it's it very up. reasonable, but it adds up. It's reasonable, yeah. but it adds up. Is what we've been kind of communicating. Yeah, that's our so, tagline. <laughs> it's reasonable, but it adds up. Yeah. Uh, so, but basically, yeah, it's it's a zero out of the room fits about hundred. Yep. yep. It's a zero out of hundred right now. Yeah, zero out of 100 reminds us of our camp experience from last summer where we did have one last-minute person oh show God. up. I hate he him. asked a lot of questions. I forget his name right now. I think it was Keith. He is so annoying. But, I can't believe he came. Yeah. He'll probably be there for the screenplay, hopefully. I yeah. hope he shows up, actually. And we have a non-cancellation fees or, like, policies, so we'd have to do it. Yeah, we collect 100% of the money ahead of time. <sighs> no... Refunds. No refunds. Yeah, and we even take a deposit just to make sure that you show up, you get it back. It's just the only way to do it these days. Let's do script surgery. Scalpel. Dialogue. Character development. Today, we're going to do script surgery, which is where we take apart an existing screenplay and rebuild it uh, like a doctor would. Uh, today, we're going to talk about Welcome to Marwen. Welcome to Marwen. Steve Carell. Yeah. So, out, out right now, contemporary screenplay. Plays with uh, dolls, army men. Yep. Yep, builds a world. Builds a world of his own as a way of going inside. Uh, because retreating. He's, he's retreating, yeah, exactly. He's got some, some physical issues he's working out through physical therapy. And so he he goes inside into his mind is how we would describe it, uh, and this is a really interesting one for me because the first time I read it I thought this is gonna work this is going to work I thought attach the right director to it attach the right actor attach the right screenplay attach the right pages you're gonna He's end gonna up work, yeah. with something that works and guess what it does yeah it does your prediction was totally correct it yeah, was awesome I went movie. out on the limb yep. But uh, Nathan and I have read it five or six times each and seen it uh, even twice, which is rare for us to see anything. Yeah. Um, no, if you listen, you know that it's definitely rare for us to see anything. Yeah. 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 But uh, bottom line is I wouldn't change a word. This one sings. It's pretty perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Sings. Good, good cast. Yeah. And one of the first things we thought when we saw this one, eh, Nathan, was uh, what a table read that must have been. It must have been unreal. I can't imagine, like, the cast and crew all getting together for that. It would have been fun. Just to be there, be just a part of it. Just cracking up. Like, I, I would have loved to just stand at the back of the room and take notes, show them how it's really done, yeah. Absolutely. The theater of the mind that must have been conjugated that night. Uh, We're closing our eyes magical. right now, just trying to picture it. It yeah. must have been incredible. A big boardroom table, probably a... An oval table is the best shape because then everyone can see everyone. Unfortunately, with us, it's we don't have the we've got tables, individual kind of dining room tables, so people are, can't see each other and they're blocked, and it's sort of like they're spread out, like like restaurant style around the room. So it's like everyone's kind of like 
craning their neck yeah. to look over to the other table, whoever's uh, speaking. So. Yeah, and we have like 12 TV trays that people <laughs> use spread throughout the house. It's, it's, it's not that functional, but yeah. it's what we have. And then all we serve is just like dinner rolls. Dinner rolls. We had macaroni and cheese once. Um, we made 18 boxes of it. And we had 17 left over. Oh, my God. I was, we were eating that for a couple weeks. Tried to put it back in the box, but you can't once it's cooked yeah. and there's a sauce on it. You can't really put it back in the box, no, can you? No, no. You got to use Tupperware. Yeah, which oh, we ran out of. Yeah. Making our bars. Yeah, yeah. Raw vegan power bars, which are selling like friggin' hotcakes, actually. Yep. But uh, that's our take on Welcome to Marwen. In other You'll words, see it. bottom line, Ultimately. Yep. Great, great picture. Great screenplay, great picture. Let's do Logline Cage Match. Nathan, what do we do in Logline Cage Match again? Well, <sighs> we pitch each other long lines. And we pitch each other log lines. We give each other no holds barred feedback, simulating a real Hollywood pitch session. You got a log line for us, Ryan? I sure do. This one builds on the theme of winter and coldness that's enveloping us on this mid-January day. It's called Frosty the Hitman. Using his corncob pipe, button nose, and cold dead eyes of coal, Frosty kills hundreds, then disappears when the snow melts before he can be captured and tossed in the deep freeze locker. Whoa. Yeah, so it's Frosty. I'm playing with different working titles. Frosty the Hitman or Frosty the Iceman or Frosty the Snowman Murderer. I think like the third one the best. Hitman Frosty. isn't this Hitman, Hitman isn't like it's kind of a neutral term. It's like good or bad, right? You can have good it's like a murderer. For sure. Yeah, yeah, that's true because they're doing it just for the work. But he he just yeah, exactly. He's not really the style in that movie. And also uh he just escapes and like he doesn't melt or anything eventually. He melts in spring. Oh. He melts it. Well, he disappears. We're not sure. Oh, okay. In 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 the uh first sh- first screenplay, we're not sure what happens to him. Spring comes and it's like where the heck did this Frosty the Hitman go? Frosty the Iceman. And then or Frosty the Snowman Murderer, yeah. Yeah, and then he comes back though next November, late November. Oh, okay, same person. He like same come. snowman. Yeah, and so he keeps showing up and disappearing. Some kids make him using the same nose, eyes. Ah, is that what sort of gives him his life? Yes, it gives him his life exactly. The magic, and then yeah. he melts in the spring and he's gone. So it's a. Basically foolproof, absolute made-for-sequel type of story structure. I basically hit gold with this one, okay? Because he keeps coming and yeah, going. Yeah, phenomenal. He just comes back every November, and the story rewrites itself. Yeah. Um, so that's that one. That's what I'm going to do with that. I'm probably going to work on that right now. Well, you should go for it. It's a great screenplay. All right. Well, thank you. I'm going to keep working on The Big Pig. Yeah, keep working on the big pig. It's uh, it's it's making great progress. I think it's really quite hysterical screenplay. Um, I would I would keep going with that. Maybe we'll pitch these to our manager, manager Nick, next week if he's feeling better. Um, yeah, let's do that. All right. Well, that about does it for today's episode. 
It sure does. It's been an absolute pleasure once again bringing it to you. Um, this episode, uh, we'll be back in seven, of course. And until then, I would encourage you to keep your dialogue snappy. Always keep writing.